You know, some people get tired of embarrassing themselves online, but not this guy. So we're doing another blind tasting today. What's up, guys? My name is Chris, and you are listening to the Whiskey Noobs Podcast. And there are a few episodes this year where I have to be out of town to record, I, I, or I can't record because I'm going to be out of town. So in order to make sure you guys have a consistent flow of Whiskey Noobs in your life, I am pre-recording some blind tastings. My guess is these are going to be about 15-minute, maybe 20-minute blind tastings. And I'm just going to run through them and, and give you guys my honest opinions. And you're going to get an honest, very in-depth look at my thoughts about a whiskey when I have no idea what that whiskey is. So for this one, I told my wife on my shelf to start at the edge of where the bourbon begins and go anywhere on the bourbon side of my shelf. Um, that way, because I have the most bourbons, if she did like a scotch or something, there wouldn't be a lot to pick from. So I have a lot of bourbons. So I told her to pick anything over there. This is actually looking very, very light for a bourbon. I'm just looking at it for the first time right now. Let me smell it and make sure it's bourbon. I think that's bourbon. It's a strange smelling one. Maybe there's something on that side of the shelf that's not bourbon, but we'll see. We're going to get into it, um, and I'm going to give my my in-depth opinion about it, and that's going to be this episode. It's, it's kind of like a very, very brutally honest review where I'm probably going to embarrass myself and get <clears throat> the notes, the type of whiskey, the... The cost of the whiskey way way wrong. So let's just let's dive into this, shall we? Once again, I don't know what I'm drinking. Um, it is underneath this box. So if you're watching the video version, you can see this delightful cardboard box next to me, which has the whiskey underneath it. So I am a little bit worried about my ability to do this. It's been a long time. Also, uh, for those listening who don't realize this, because why would you? I'm recording this on February 1st. So I just recorded the very first. Uh, tasting that I've done since 2023. I just recorded that episode um, and I'm doubling up so that I have this episode in my back pocket for when the time comes. And <laughs> this is my second tasting since 2023 where I'm actually drinking the whiskey. So that's either going to be a really good thing or a really bad thing. Let's find out. This smells and tastes mighty strange. I think this is TX, but I don't think TX is on that side of the shelf. I guess we're rolling with it. No takesies, backsies. Okay, so here's what I'm getting from it. It's got a little bit of an alcohol burn to it. It's got a definitive banana-type flavor. Creamy, banana, sweet flavor, which is reminding me of TX. I feel like this is TX, but I don't think TX was on that half of the shelf, so I don't know how it could be. I think TX is farther down. I think I put it with blended stuff. Let's keep going. I don't know. Could this be... The whiskey that I tried with TX, Brothers Bond. I feel like it has more flavor than I'm remembering Brothers Bond having. I think maybe Wyoming whiskey gives me a similar flavor to this. Maybe that's what it is. I don't, I'm not. The plan was not to guess the specific whiskey, but this is such a specific flavor. I'm actually really excited to know what this is because it's such a specific flavor. So it's weirdly got a touch of the bourbony almost barrel characteristic it's weirdly got a, a hint of that but then it's a ton of something else i just realized i think i do have i think i have rocket top rye on this side of the shelf but i don't think that tastes like this you know what i might have on that side of the shelf i need to organize my whiskey better this might have lost monarch on that side of the shelf from redwood empire that might be what it is but 
I don't remember it having such a creamy, almost banana type flavor to it. I am stumped. When I said I was going to embarrass myself, I had no idea what I was signing up for. This is a different flavor. This is different. A little bit of the cinnamon spice that I would expect from more from a bourbon, but a little bit of this creamy vanilla banana that reminds me almost more of a, a grain whiskey, but if it's not TX, then it's probably not grain whiskey, so then I would just have to guess Lost Monarch. I also, I think this tastes better than I remember Brothers Bond tasting, so if this is Brothers Bond, I might be eating crow here. This is tasting pretty good. All right, let's sit with it. Let's talk it out. Let's not panic here. I think there's also a little bit more alcohol harshness than I would typically expect, which once again is bringing me back to TX. There's, I think we're not in the super high dollar range. Let me put it that way. Um, For sure, this has some alcohol harshness to it. It's leaving a bitterness on my tongue. Um, I don't think it's very high proof, but I think it has a burn to it. So that's um, often a uh, trait of something a little bit lower price. I'm going to say for sure below $50, but I'll dig a little bit deeper here. For sure... Maybe this is Lost Monarch. I haven't had Lost Monarch in a long time, like a long time. And so I'm wondering if that's what it is. But I don't remember it having such a creamy kind of banana, almost creme brulee note to it. Right away, I thought this is TX, but I don't think TX is on that side of my shelf. So I don't think it could be TX. I've got to give it points for uniqueness. If this is just any old craft distiller, like if this was just a a craft distillery had sent me this, I'd be like, this is unique. This has something different to it. It does not fit any category in my brain right now. This does not taste like scotch or like Irish whiskey or like rye whiskey or like bourbon. This tastes different. It tastes like some of the weirder bourbons that I've had, but I still think those are more bourbon-y than what this is, which makes me think this is Lost Monarch or TX, and I'm just wrong about where it is on my shelf because my shelves are rather, uh, what's the word? I want to say disgruntled, but not that, disheveled. They're just unorganized. I'm trying to come up with a fancy word. They are unorganized. Um, so whatever this is, if this fits into one of the main categories, it's different for that category. I don't think Hard Truth is on that side of the shelf because they're very different for being awry, and I don't think that's what this is. Wow. If it's not Lost Monarch, then I am stumped. If this is anything other than Lost Monarch, I'm going to be very impressed by how different the flavor profile is. I'll tell you that much. There's a little bit of a harshness to it. it kind of builds in my nasal cavity a little bit. Um, it's like, it's a little bit like the alcohol burn, but it's got a little bit of like a bitterness to it. Or more like a, what's the word? Almost more of like a rubbing alcohol or like a hand sanitizer, a touch. That's that's it. A touch of like a hand sanitizer, but it's got this creaminess. It's got this little bit of an herbal note to it. Reminded me of bananas on the first sip. Now not so much. I'm gonna wash out my mouth, take the last sip that's left in the glass, and then we're gonna talk about whatever this is. Wrong pipe. Apparently, through dry January, I <clears throat> forgot how to swallow whiskey. I got a little something extra on that last sip, and now I can't remember what it was because I almost died because I basically breathed in the whiskey instead of swallowing it. It's, oh, that's what I was going to say. The The nose was very fragrant, very perfumey, I realized. 
Yeah, it's got a perfuminess to it. And almost like a sour fruit. Ooh, sour fruit is accurate. Whatever this is, I'm so stumped. If this is just a straight-up bourbon, which it, I feel like it's most likely to be, I can't believe how bad I was at tasting it. If this is Lost Monarch, then I'm just going to pat myself right on the back. I think because I have Lost Monarch stuck in my brain, I'm going to say $40 for the price because I can't get around it. I think this is a very basic proof. This is like your maybe a little bit more than 80. Maybe this is like a 90 proofer. Um, <clears throat> I think it has a very interesting flavor, and so it's going to get bonus points for that. I think if it was a plain flavor with the amount of harshness and, and, and somewhat lack of body that I'm getting, I would lower the price a little bit. But because this is a very strange, unique flavor, I'm going to up the price to that like $40 range, which is right where Lost Monarch sits. And I, I think that's affecting my bias right now. Okay, I can't wait any longer. I'm dying to know what this is. This is where I embarrass myself on the internet, guys. Let's go. Oh, no kidding. I totally forgot about this. Jim Bridger. And it is just a bourbon. What a unique bourbon. I'm actually going to pour myself a little bit more of this. You know, it reminded me a little bit of like it had some corn influence to it. And when I reviewed it, I remember thinking that. Um, not to just bail myself out now. I'm actually not ashamed to be so wrong because this is an interesting bottle. Way more interesting than um, I could picture. Like when I was trying to think of stuff on my shelf, this is way more interesting. Now, the only downside to this might be the price. This is a craft guy, though. So, like I said, I do give bonus points for the uniqueness. You know, this isn't like we just threw a label on some bourbon and we're selling it. This is like, oh, hold on. Got to type it in. This is like we made something actually unique and now we're selling it. Okay, so I said $40. It is $50, it looks like. Oh, it depends where you look. One one spot online does have it at 40 bucks. So... Not terrible uh, in terms of me being off on the price. If you give bonus points to the craft guys, then you got to give it to them. This is, uh, this is unique. Now I want to compare this to Brothers Bond because it reminded me of that flavor. Like I said, TX and Brothers Bond, very different when you compare them side by side, but in my head, they're kind of similar. Uh, and it reminded me of that flavor, but this seemed like it had more body, like it had more pop to it. But I could tell. I mean, yeah, only 90 proof, which makes sense to me. Great label, too. Look at that label. They do a pretty good job. Let me move it forward, get the glare off of it. Yeah, decent label that they got there. How unique. Okay, well, now that I know what it is, let me let me wrap up my thoughts on I mean, I'm even going to look up their notes real quick and compare to them. So this may be a bourbon, but it's only 60% corn. So it is very, very high rye which I think would be why I thought it was a bourbon mixed with a rye whiskey. That rye gives it that herbal kind of creaminess, I think. Um, I wish I could find They might not give the notes. They may not tell you this is what it tastes like on their website. So nothing to compare to. So I get to just claim that I'm right. I'm actually really thrilled by this. I am impressed by how different this was. I'm happy about this. Um, I don't know that I would spend too much money on it. I said 40 bucks when it was blind. Uh, however much bonus points you give to the the really, really craft guys. I mean, this is a small distillery. 
Um, as far as I know, I'm just, I could just be saying that, but I'm fairly certain this is a pretty small distillery. Um, so depending on how many bonus points you give to the craft guys, you might say you'd pay even more for this, to be honest. Our craft distillery in downtown Bozeman, Montana. See, it is craft, I told you. 300-gallon traditional copper pot still. Ooh, that's cool. Overall, I mean, this is unique. This is... I'm happy with this. I'm happy that my wife picked this. She didn't even know what she was picking, probably. I mean, she knows some of the whiskeys, but um, she doesn't keep track of all of them. So she probably just thought, this is unique. It also comes with this uh, like little shot glass on top. I don't know how I didn't hear that rattling. It rattles a lot, but uh, probably because I just wasn't expecting it at all. All right. Well, that's my review of Jim Bridger. I mean, that was a raw, real review because I had no idea it was what I was drinking. This whole time I thought, maybe this is Lost Monarch, which, by the way, I have no idea if it even tastes similar. Is it right there? I'm going to grab it. This is quickly evolving into a longer episode, and I have other things I should be doing right now, but this is this is too much fun. Uh, let's smell it. Okay. Lost Monarch smells like it's got significantly more rye influence, at least just on the whiff on the nose. I don't have any Glen Cairns over here to try it, but I can see that now. Uh, but overall, I mean, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, a couple more of these episodes will be coming your guys' way. Hopefully you think they're as fun as I do. At the very least, they should be informative because that's the least bias you can get with a review. I told my wife, grab a bourbon, and I have no idea what I'm drinking. And then I realized there's non-bourbons on that side too. So I really had no idea what I was drinking. So a lot of fun um, for me, hopefully for you, and most certainly for you, very true review style here. Jim Bridger bourbon, unique flavor, kind of a banana creaminess that I didn't see coming, a little bit of a corn, a little bit of a rye spice. And I said about 40 bucks craft guys you know if you give them if you give them some bonus points for being a smaller distillery maybe more than that as well that's all i got for this episode of whiskey noobs though guys so thank you for listening if you've had jim bridger berman let me know your thoughts i'll leave you with learn to drink drink to learn Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Whiskey Noobs. If you need more Whiskey Noobs content in your life, make sure you check out our Patreon page in the show notes. And if you like the show, please make sure to leave a five-star rating or review. It only takes a couple of minutes, and they're way more helpful than people realize. If you want to do tastings alongside the show, make sure you join the email list by sending an email to whiskeynoobspodcast at gmail.com with a subject line that says email list. You'll receive monthly emails with a list of the whiskeys that will be featured throughout the month so that you can buy them ahead of time. You can also find more Whiskey Noobs content on Instagram at Whiskey underscore Noobs and on TikTok at Whiskey Noobs Podcast. Once again, thank you guys for listening. The Whiskey Noobs Podcast does not support underage or otherwise irresponsible consumption of alcohol.